Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Rathpeakin Ramblers podcast. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Uh, this latest episode is another interview episode. So if you remember, I said a few weeks ago, I went out on Twitter and I said, if anybody would like to be interviewed, please get in touch, free advertising, whatnot. And I had the absolute pleasure of meeting and talking to Evan Kavanagh from Dublin. So Evan is an artist and a student journalist like myself. Um, you can find all of his work on his website, rottenrouge.com. So check out his Instagram, his Twitter, all his socials for his regular launches and releases. And also check out my Instagram as well because I bought two pieces from his website and no joke, got them two days later. Got them two days later. Great serotonin from getting the delivery too, guys. Let me tell you, me and the postman just talked about life, great days we had at various packed events over the course of our lives. Ah, oh, fantastic. But seriously, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. We talked about Evan's journey with art so far, his Daffodil Day fundraiser, which runs till the end of the month. And we banded over our love of New York because New York is the best. So anyways, have a great Wednesday. Enjoy this podcast. Enjoy your day wherever you are. And most importantly, stay safe. very much for joining me Evan. welcome to the podcast uh, how are you doing today hey thanks for having me i'm doing well how are you not too bad no so we'll start off there so why don't you just um tell me a bit about yourself and what you're up to at the moment Evan. um so my name is evan kavna and i am a final year journalism student um i also last year in lockdown started my online shop at rotten rouge uh so it's an art shop and Basically, I kind of aim to create things that are a bit sustainable, kind of reuse stuff and upcycle stuff in a lot of cases. Uh, so, for example, I set, I paint tote bags, I have painted masks, I've done candle holders, uh, plant pots, stuff like that. So it kind of just came about. I've always been interested in art and I've always kind of done something in relation to it in my life. So like when I was a teenager, I had a comic book that I got published and stuff like that. And now this is kind of kind of just led to this now with the website and the shop and stuff like that. Uh, it's kind of the next step along, you know. Mm. And I saw on your website you say like you don't limit yourself to any uh, particular style. And um, do you have a favorite style yourself though that you like to do? Or yeah, um, so when I said that, it was kind of kind of what I was saying there about like the comic book and stuff. So I've always mm. kind of adjusted to where I am. Uh, so currently, I'm big into painting which is weird because I never really painted growing up. I always was drawn or, you know, illustrating digitally. But lately I've just been constantly painting. I think it's a big result of lockdown because uh, prior to that, I mean, I'd always liked it, but it's just something I think it's kept me sane nearly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just, I think, you know, it kind of when you're stuck at home and you have nothing else to do, it kind of just start one thing and can't stop nearly, you know? I know, I get you. And um, can you tell me a bit, little bit more about the comic book you released? You, you self-published in a couple of years ago, yeah. wasn't it? So I started making comics probably 14, 15. I was very into like sci-fi horror at the time, you know. It was To me, the comic book was a real sign of the times um, in my life at the time. It, you know, looking back, I'm like, you know, 
it's no masterpiece now, but it's just one of those things where I was growing up with comic books. I loved the art. I loved the way they were done. I loved going in to buy comic books every week. So it was just kind of a, I was like, I have to make one. I don't know. I just have to. <laughs> um, so I did that. And then I, it took a while then to get printed and published and stuff. Um, it's just kind of a stamp in time, you know, it's a way to have it. Um, I mean, story-wise, it was simple enough. It was a sci-fi oh you're stranded on a foreign planet sort of scenario uh full of killers you know you can't go wrong with that um but yeah i think it's one of those things that like you know i, I don't think i'll ever make another one it's just i made it and it's there now and that's that's that you know yeah no i get you and you're you're constantly as you said uh doing new things and stuff and i really liked your um i looked through the gallery and stuff um your kind of pro your not profiles or portraits of the body like they're they're amazing they're very good i wouldn't be a, a connoisseur myself of art but you know i did really really like it so you wouldn't go back to the comic book um no i like the thing just what you're saying it there like you know you don't you wouldn't be a connoisseur of art or whatever that's kind of i like the functionality nearly of my job to be able to provide people with like you know a card or a print or candle holder it's not necessarily it's i like the functionality aspect of it you know yeah i mean i think it's again you don't know where you'll be in a year 10 years um but just as of right now i think i have distanced myself from it but i do still love the which is so many talented uh comic book creators in ireland and stuff and it's so fascinating to see you know it's a very talented um like circle or like group of people you know um and it's it's really unbelievable i think the things they can do and i would always i follow a lot of people like that online and stuff and i think that they're so talented it's great to see you know yeah and you're doing something great yourself for daffodil day um this year can you tell me a little bit about that yeah so when i started my shop i had little bits for charity and stuff i did like an animal series that was all the profits went to different um charities and, and after they want to, you know, it's one of those things where every year it's so everywhere you go, it's Daffodil Day and it's so easy to donate and it donates so much um, without even realizing. And then this year, you know, everyone's at home and stuck in and, you know, they're, they're, they're it's one of their biggest fundraisers and they can't do what they'd usually do, you know. So I just like it just randomly was painting one day, painted a nice bouquet of daffodils and then I got in contact with them to see about making it a fundraiser. And I mean, it's gone well. It's really nice to see people support it, you know, because as I said, it's their biggest fundraiser and they can't get the money, you know, it's a good yeah. organization and they're like credible. They've been around a long time. So it's it's nice to, you know, help them out in any way possible, given the times, you know, such a way. Yeah. And that's running all the way up until uh, the end of March, is it? The... Yeah. So I have a shirt the month of March. It's a print of a painting and it's five five, 10 or 15, depending on the size you want. Okay. Um, but it's just, you know, it's one of those, it's something to do to help, you know, sort of like give back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Jeez. It would have made a good uh, Mother's Day present now if I, <laughs> if I saw it yeah. sooner. That's cool though, that's brilliant. Um, I suppose just because we're, I don't like talking about uh, the lockdown and COVID and stuff, but I like talking about the creative process and stuff. How have you found, though, like one year into it, has like lockdown and everything going on kind of hindered your your kind of work and stuff? Or has it some people like have, you know, kind of flourished in a way being inside and um, 
having to create all the time or having the time to create, I suppose. What way has it worked for you? Yeah, I think it's definitely a mixed bag. There are like a, a lot, everything I paint is from pictures I have of something or things I've seen. I don't go online and Google something and paint it. I never have. Um, so that's kind of the problem I have sometimes is that I'm constantly drawn on the same uh, supply of pictures and things I've seen. And that's, you know, it gets slow because you can't replenish it, you know. So it's kind of constantly having to innovate to like adjust to that, you know. But I mean, for the most part, I think it's been okay because you, as you said, you have the time to knuckle down and do stuff. But like, you know, it kind of, you do have to mm. think outside the box in a lot of cases to kind of, and even like, you know, supplies for artists, you can't, a lot of places are closed that you'd be able oh, to yeah. go and get your stuff. And I mean, there's, they have some great online services, of course, it's just, sometimes you just want to be able to walk into a shop and get your, your get your bits, you know? But I do think like the, without the lockdown yet, I wouldn't have done half the things I've done, you know, sort of way, like it's, it's definitely has helped me creatively, even though like it's kind of getting to an hour where you're like oh you're not such a dreaded but you're just being stuck in for so long you know you're kind of uh you're running out of the the juice to keep it going you know i know and it's the same with your you're studying journalism as well aren't you in um mm. in dublin um how have you found i suppose this is another thing from lockdown how have you found the studying from home and all that um are you a fan so i a year ago i was in third year so finishing up so i started final year my entire final year has been online uh because we had a month in december or whatever but that was it um and that's the thing with it being final year it's kind of like good and bad because it's your final year you want to be able to have your last year with your friends and have the fun college life uh but in terms of work i don't i think it's been (laughs) a great opportunity because i actually have to focus and do my work and yeah, you can't just go to the pub after your lectures you have to stay in and behave all the time uh, <laughs> yeah. but it's it's I, I think it's helped nearly you know sort of way yeah I know it is I, I find myself I don't mind the studying or working um from home I suppose I'm just myself personally thinking about the future with journalism and stuff like that it'll, it, you know it'll all be very remote are you hoping to go into um working in like a a newsroom afterwards or when you're finished your degree yeah i mean that's the thing as well now with lockdown before definitely like you know it was journalism 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 you know you couldn't it was but then after having the lockdown really to be able to and even just within journalism journalism exploring different aspects of it like we're doing a magazine at the minute um and I'm the production and layout and oh, that's yeah. so much fun and I love that and yeah. you know you'd like to think of something perhaps along the lines of that when you finish but to be honest I have no idea and it's really yeah. fucking freaky sometimes to sorry I didn't, I didn't sorry. Uh, it's freaky to think um of where you're gonna be or you know what's gonna happen you know like even this time last year we're like oh when we graduate we'll be fine well now it's not fine <laughs> and we're graduating and i think it, like everyone's in a similar boat you know the sort of way like regardless of the year they're in they don't know what sort of world they're going to graduate out into um just i suppose what's it like working on the magazine i know it's part of your final year project you were saying there um what's it been like to work on that as a collaborative effort as well is it yeah so uh, you know it's really frustrating to do these sort of things online because it's one of those things where you know, if everyone's in person, you just be crowded around a computer shouting at each other, trying to 
pull everything together and lay out the pages. Uh, so doing it remotely, you're trying to do it over Zoom and your computer is crashing and you're trying to run like it's Adobe InDesign and your entire computer just sounds like a washing machine. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, you know, like this is the entire thing is the product of lockdown. We started it in lockdown. Um, all the issues are done in lockdown, you know, yeah. um, it's a real like child of lockdown nearly, you know, it's, but it's really weird because every single aspect of it is a COVID magazine nearly. And that's yeah. freaky to think of it in that sense, like this new world or new normal. And it's just, there's actually like a full on like thing now of lockdown like uh, you can have a child in the space of lockdown <laughs> you know yeah, that's yeah, way, yeah. like nine months it's insane that to think mad. of the world is like that now you know um but yeah the magazine kind of it's it, again like positivity in these times looking to you know focus on stories that were a bit overlooked given the year that was in the last year there's just a lot it's very um uplifting kind of positive and nice nice to read i suppose in these times you know yeah i think yeah i definitely need it because we're as you know we're a year in now and there's there's an end in sight but not a solid solid date which is kind of taxing i suppose for people yeah um, and definitely. but as you're speaking about positivity just in uplifting stuff do you have any um projects yourself or launches coming up that you'd like to speak about yeah um so one of the probably like most like grounding aspects of the shop for me is these launches I have. So every once in a while, I it's really weird because it's so self-inflicted nearly that like you put this pressure on yourself to do something by the state, but it actually helps. Um, so I'm having a new one at the end of this month. I've had just be second one this year, I think. But um, so basically, I would just create a collection of work. So for example, at Christmas, I did one that was based on New York because typical student was meant to go on a j1 and oh, yeah, last yeah. summer which obviously went shit but um so the i could just like create a lot of paintings based on you know new york um oh yeah i saw those of stuff uh yeah so it, it's nice to have like a collection of things to, to, to put out at one time you know um and as i said it kind of it's grounding nearly to be able to just like have something to look forward to nearly you know the sort of way um and to yeah. work towards more than anything because if you i think if i for a lot of people if you don't set a deadline you just meander and don't really get anything done you know yeah. um so the one i have at the end of this month is kind of like it's a it's very similar to like kind of what i've been doing so far like uplifting spring sort of look to yeah. it um but i branched it a bit to do like um some familiar pubs in Dublin and so like the Bernard Shaw I don't know if you've heard of it or been um yeah. it's moved so it's it's not there anymore at all yeah. uh but it's just nice to be able to have a painting of it or you know um people it's nice things that people can look at that they can relate to you know um okay. so I'm have that I think it's 26 now um just need to knock away it until then though Oh yeah, is Bernard Shaw the one that is there a hotel going in there or something? Uh, yeah, the hotels everywhere. Yeah, uh, they've moved it over north side to I couldn't tell you. That's the thing. It's one of those things that a lot of people. It was such a big place, especially college and stuff. And it's you know it's kind of like lockdown. Really, just have it completely gone is a bit kick, you know. I know. 
that's frustrating, all right? But <clears throat> it's going to be good. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that collection, actually, and I must. Um, now that I have know you and <laughs> I've seen your stuff, I'm definitely going to buy a few things. Um, no, thanks. So we'll do some quick-fire questions there, just uh, because this did start out as a movie podcast. I was just another uh, privileged white male thinking that people wanted to hear my opinions on movies, and I quickly, <laughs> quickly got over that, thank God. But... I'd like to hear about just some of your stuff. So quick fire, what's your favorite movie or do you have a favorite movie? I think I would say Alien 2. <laughs> I love the build-up of Trow, you know, the sort of it's a bit of a slow burn. With oh, yeah, yeah. Big, you know, ridiculously sci-fi, you know. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. It, probably if I had to pick, but again, I couldn't. Just so many, you know, the sort of way. I know, I know. Um, okay, so favorite TV show? Oh, I'm gonna get crucified for this one. I love Friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, it's the best one to put on though on Comedy Central when it's on. Yeah, I love like I love noise and that's mm. just noise. It's good background noise. You can put it on anytime you're doing anything, you know. Yeah, that's very true. I know. Yeah. It's, um, and especially it's on Netflix too, so it's just too easy to watch it, isn't it? Yeah, you just stick it on and paint or cook yeah. or whatever, and you're uh, like you get the occasional laugh. But I just love the noise and the nice little cutaways of New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so this is a tough one. I, I asked this last week to my first guest, um, and I don't know. Should I? It's it's just a very because there's so many things out there. But what, do you have a favorite song or a favorite artist? Let's say. Um, I love Florence Machine. I've kind of grown up with them at this point now, so it's a one of the ones I'd always kind of go back to. Um, yeah. The album, the third album, I think it's How Big, How Blue, How Beautiful. It's like a, it's very kind of pop, but you know, sad. <laughs> and yeah. um, it's not. It's just. It's one of those things because you, you grew. I grew up with it nearly, so I always go back to it. You know, sort of. Yeah, so familiar yeah. to have. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, another tough one, I suppose. Do you have a favorite book or favorite author? Um, Jesus, I think like (laughs) I'm not a big reader. I uh, loved 1984 and I read it in school, but it's one of those books that even though I read it in school, I thought was so interesting and good and you know made you think a bit. But outside of that, oh Jesus, I don't know. I haven't read in a long time. (laughs) I died. I find the struggle to get back to reading. No, I used to used to read in school, but. Yeah, we're too overstimulated. I think, yeah, definitely. Um, last one, and I th- you might have answered this a bit earlier, but dream destination when lockdown is over. New York. It's just, uh, I don't know what it is. Like, because of the J1, I have to go. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever um, been before? Or Yeah, I've, I've gone a couple of times. Just like random tiger family holidays. Yeah. Um, but no, it's... Um, I love it there and it's so like I don't know it's just such a nice place to be <laughs> yeah it's the so... smells and it's cities, but you know it's still just there's something about it I don't know what it is it's nearly homely but I'm from fucking Dublin like <laughs> <laughs> no I know I, I was there for a few years um a few years ago and it's definitely one of the places that once it kind of you have the bug or it's kind of you yeah. have the desire to go there it's just the place to be I think but mm. yeah yeah, it's nice. That's the job. So I think that's it. Um, thanks very much, Evan. Thanks for um, coming on and helping me out and 
hopefully that was an enjoyable for you. Um, but as we said to you, the launch coming up at the end of the month, um, check it out on rattenrouge.com and also for Daffodil Day for your uh, proceeds to charity. So thanks very much, Evan. Thank you. Thank you for having me.